0: First podcast called Intentionally
1: Illusional
0: Illusional. And our first podcast, we decided that we're going to talk about like speaking our mind freely and sometimes getting in trouble for that. So, but first, we're going to introduce ourselves. So, (laughs) I'm Rihanna.
1: And I'm Mm -hmm. Siham. That's spelled with an E, not an I. Mm -hmm.
0: Wait, there's a you spell it with that I?
1: with an e i just want to be special and extra because a lot of the times people spell with an i and technically an i is the correct spelling Uh, there's a a reason why i spell with an e so i'm always like correcting people it's an e not an i Mm -hmm.
0: okay okay okay. and maybe like we could tell them like how we met which was like work which was
1: interesting and exciting we met through (laughs)
0: it yeah the i think the most memorable part about meeting you um there was like a fire alarm that went off on my first day
1: was oh yeah that was actually that day because I had a lot of a lot to just kind of share with her Mm. I don't remember I don't recall that day because it was just so go 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 and I remember like when we were were training me yeah I guess so and like out of nowhere like it was like three four p.m. I'm like how did the time get this yeah, but it, yeah. Was, it was interesting. It was I remember kind of nice. my first day,
0: like the ambulance, like I don't know, there was no ambulance. It was just like a fire alarm. But I was like, why is this happening to me on my first day, like trying to like bond with this girl? But I think like, it was really funny. Yeah. But we were coworkers. We no longer yeah. work together. Um, we've known each other for two years. You know. We met in 2021. It's yeah. 2022.
1: I, mean, I think November, like November 2021. Yeah,
0: November
1: 2021. yeah. But it feels like a lot longer than that. I I know that from 2021 to now it's like a few yeah. years. Yeah, but I mean, our our longer.
0: relationship was strictly professional in the beginning. But like, I've known yeah. you for a while. But then I would say we became friends like a bit later on. That's how I see it.
1: Like when we the first, so we first actually met on Zoom, and mm-hmm. so I didn't really know much because it was the first time, and we were strictly talking about work. Yeah, but I think you can tell when you feel comfortable with people right off the bat. Yeah, um, there was
0: chemistry. So, yeah,
1: usually I overthink a lot when I'm talking to people because you know you want to present yourself in a way that adheres to what the occasion. But I, I didn't, I never really <laughs> didn't think too much. I yes. remember, so it mm-hmm. was nice. And, yeah, it was nice, and we met each other at like part, like during times in our lives where we were going through a lot of transformative phases. Yeah. So, so I think that's the reason identity crisis, always.
0: midlife crisis, all <laughs> of that crisis,
1: and also like like big life changes. Like mm-hmm. you had your job, you were done school, and you know you were like there was just yeah. That, like- I was like in
0: a new chapter of my life when I came that. Yeah. and I think we also met during COVID, so that was just like an interesting time as well
1: yeah we also like we did i actually like now that i think about it like it's crazy you know like when you meet people and you feel like you have a lot in common but actually don't there's nothing in common but there's like i think greater understanding of each other mm-hmm. so like we talked a lot about fashion not talks but like clothing like, yeah clothing yeah. and thrifting and, and things like that yeah um, i think that
0: was an easy like start to like interest uh, yeah. what we like and then yeah. we would, like, on Fridays, you and me would go to A&W and get, like, breakfast oh, yeah. together, Tim. that was you know. nice. That was
1: nice. That I think, like, yeah. Like, actually, when you left, it was quiet. It was, like, a, a day I was grieving. So, usually, <laughs> in, the morning, in the morning, one of us would get breakfast, so we'd get Timmy's. Yeah. Uh, so, that day was just, like, it's just odd, like, because we mm-hmm. shared a space. For two years, mm. we saw each other like at least three, four times a week. If not, like if not physically, like virtually. So it's just odd. I don't know. I, I was feeling some type of way. I'm like, what do I do with
0: this? Field? What do yeah. I do now? What next? Yeah, I was just like, it was just weird me not going to work. Like that was the weirdest thing for me. Like yeah. not being able to, because I was gotten so used to seeing you like basically five times a week or four times a week, and then even yeah. if I didn't see you, I was in constant communication with you um so it was just like a big also I got married so I am a married woman so that's why I left my job I'm off the market um Siham is very much single so I don't know if you're trying to get married but you know she's just single let's not have that guys but yeah I'm married she's single but um I think our common ground that we found is that we talk a lot
1: It was actually interesting because, like, our supervisor at the time, uh, she had reached out to me saying, like, "Oh, they have found a new hire, whatever," and she said, "I think you and her will get along well." Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that was that. That's what she said in the first day, and then we met virtually, and then the rest was history, guys. She
0: was our matchmaker for sure.
1: Yeah, it's good. just funny. I was just uh,
0: like, you could have ended up with like a, I don't know, forty-year-old woman with a lot of.
1: I'm, I'm like I'm such a random person like I would have random questions out of nowhere yeah yeah
0: you did you did um
1: I would have like random questions out of nowhere and it, it would be like really deep questions too I'm like what's your opinion on this and like what's your what, what do you think of this and like but it felt so natural to have these, have these conversations so
0: I and would I, was, I would I would think the reason I would sometimes when the beginning I thought it was like a little bit on like why is this girl trying to dig into my like identity like what I think about certain topics and I was just like okay she's just a very curious minded person but it's just like generally speaking like not a lot of people even in my friends like friend group or family members they don't really ask those questions like deep questions if you do do that I feel like I don't know. It's like two a.m. at night, and then that's when people ask those questions. You're just like in the middle of the day, like, yeah, like, what do you think about death and what it means to you? Like, you'll just, you'll just ask those questions, and it's just like, but it's like intriguing because it made me like think more and in depth to like my morals and values, and then we would like discuss that, and I think that's why we're making this podcast
1: we have different lived experiences, we come from different cultures, mm-hmm. but we also share a lot of identities, if that's the correct term, mm-hmm. like intersecting of, of identities. So we're both Muslim, eldest daughter, we come from an ethnic background, we immigrants, so like, I like, we're brought up here in the West, she's actually born here. Um, so mm-hmm. like, I think all of that have an influence and impact in our experiences. So how we go about our life is different, but actually when we talk about it, yeah, like how we go about our life is very different, but then we actually have a lot in common in terms of our like lived experiences here in the West, and yeah, and I think that's the reason why we're like making this podcast. Of course, it's also a way for us to bond and to get to know each other on a like on a different level, yeah. and and we talk a lot, but you know we don't really like make time to have these type of conversations. Yeah. right. it's a
0: continuation of those conversations that yeah. we to have in a office yeah. room. I think. I think it's really cool that we still want to have those types of conversations yeah. and it just goes to show that we do have that connection to each other but maybe like you know whoever is listening have that connection as well and can relate and conversate or we can encourage those conversations within their own friend circles yeah. so that's what that's our intention to be honest like
1: like we just want the space also for us to share our lived experiences relate to one another and also in hopes to you know have very insightful conversation that makes others feel heard and seen and relate to because i think big part of our identity is that we're both muslims mm. and we're trying to navigate finding a common ground here in the west between you know being a muslim and being brought up you know being from an ethnic background because the two are completely different and sometimes they're very conflicting so in addition to like the western world and their societal norms and values so and I think as adults we all get into a phase where we're just trying to understand like you know find our own values and what aligns with us Mm -hmm. and being brought up you know coming from an ethnic background sometimes you can internalize a lot so you don't even know you may feel like you're alone or you're the only one that thinks that way so we just want this space to be for as they say the cliche way for growth and development you know yes um yeah
0: i think it's also like the fact that we want to be able to express ourselves, but also understand that there's this balance that we have to figure out when we are Muslim women and trying to navigate that in a world where that's not always the case. And being Muslim is not something that, you know, it's like the fourth most important thing to someone in everyday conversations. But that's just something like of a topic that comes up, like the way we see things is very completely different because our faith is also something that we are considerate of. And that sometimes can be difficult to, I don't know, like you're hesitant to speak up about certain things because not everyone is going to understand where you're coming from, from your experience. And that can also cause like judgment. And I fear that sometimes. Like, oh, like I'm obviously ha- whatever they're asking me about, like their struggles with their friend or a family member like i'll bring faith into that and like make them understand but it's difficult some people want to fight and we're like oh we don't encourage that we don't want to you don't want to fight with your family members but that's just like an example where our mindset it's different from a lot of social circles that we're in and that could be like your workplace or what else you
1: have like no like i 100% agree like for me too like i think we're all individually very fortunate to have friends who come from different cultures or like some have faith some don't and you definitely learn a lot and the only way to you know like question and be more curious is like the more you learn about the outside world mm-hmm. and so i think knowing all of this and knowing the impact that the west has on us muslim women i think sometimes you find challenges trying to also you know come closer to your faith Mm -hmm. and to also find and like you know feel that sense of belonging here because this could be a place where you're trying to build a life or yeah. it's already is like you know from friendship to feeling like you know wanting to wear the hijab and dressing more modestly and like the content you like watch or like you know just like modesty in terms of like yeah. also like and all that stuff so i think sometimes having like having these type of conversation with people that align with our values can be very insightful because I'm in a space where her and I right now we're talking I'm not explaining to her and sometimes I'm not an expert on my faith I'm just learning right so yeah. the only way is, is sharing our stories and in hopes that other people can feel like oh my god like I'm here. so yeah like we're planning to you know cover
0: a lot of different topics a lot of different
1: topics but I think our core focus is to just simply have very insightful conversation we're not trying to limit ourselves but at the same time the focus is like again trying to find that middle ground of what it's like to be muslim and how to preserve like what is it called how to grow as a muslim woman in the west and finding because i don't we don't need to lose our identities our our muslim identity and like that western yeah
0: to compensate for someone else or how you want to be like you want to belong somewhere and you kind of like say oh well i can't show this part of who i am because um it will be in the way of me being accept accepting honestly that that is something i feel like even i struggle with all the time because there's a different level of faith even within our own muslim communities where yeah. we disagree with a lot of things and i'm sure i will be bringing a lot of um topics about toxic people in my community Toxic brown aunties and see him will have the joy to listen about that. But it's yeah. like, I'll, uh, but I, we also want to say one thing that we don't claim to be experts in our religion. I think we should yeah. put that out there. Like, it's solely based on our opinion and our experiences. You know, I'm what? I'm 26. That is gross.
1: The most, just uh, yes. just exactly.
0: So I'm so young and I'm still learning and I'm still going to be learning. So I just want to let the audience know, like, this is solely based on our opinion of what we've gone through. And you can say something as well. Like it's, we're not imams. We're not claiming that we're scholars. Obviously we'll do our research and background about it and show resource, but really it's just based on conversation of what we think we know. Yeah,
1: but you know, like sometimes there are many people like you in a sense that they have similar struggle like let's say obviously they're muslim but maybe they want to get closer to the faith by you know taking on other worship of acts maybe it's suffering the hijab maybe it's fasting maybe it's praying and sometimes i feel like the the things that society or us like culturally have dictated how a muslim should be based on like simple things and sometimes people that don't fit into that box they may feel limited like Trying to get closer to the faith. So, having people share their experiences, I think it's very meaningful regardless of where they're at in life. Because you, even though you're 26, for example, someone who's at the age of 15 may relate to your past self, your current self. Right? So, like, yeah, it's just a
0: yeah. different way of navigating your life. And I'm still learning, and I just want everyone to join in that experience. Um, as well as I explain myself, or like, honestly, like, I'm sure I'm going to be talking about my struggles on this podcast, and just being like, you know, hey, um, I don't know what to do about this, like, and speaking your mind freely, especially, is such a difficult thing to do, because there's so much um, difficulty understanding yourself, but like, people having expectations over you with connected to faith and like oh well you don't cover yourself in this way and that matter and what it actually means to be modest for example a topic that we would speak about in the future that can be difficult to explain or yeah
1: but also I think because partially we live in the west even though obviously every day is an opportunity for growth and learning I feel like where we at now it's a lot of unlearning because from a young age you're taught this is how a woman behaves, this is how a Muslim is, and obviously, a lot of it, like, the older that I get, the more I am learning about our faith, and, like, you know, just everything about my identity. Yeah, like, you actually learn, all of it is just culturally constructed, and, like, the, like, how Muslims and how culture shames on women who don't look a certain way, like, you know, there's this, and 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 so I can go on about this topic but it doesn't like the impact of social media and I feel like intentionally delusional it's just a space where rather than just like mentioning what we see often it's like a lot of learning and just being controversial even though I don't really believe in that term but yeah and I feel like no matter no matter how like no matter how open we are there's are certain things that we may may never feel comfortable enough to talk about. But ultimately, I just feel that there's a lot happening within the Muslim community, especially those in the West and social media that needs deep analyzation, if that's a good term. And the only way we do it is by actually sharing our own personal stories.
0: Exactly. Because people can be sensitive about that topic or be hesitant to speak about it. And I feel like listening to someone who is being vulnerable and talking about it can encourage someone to really even reflect and be like, hey, why is that I followed this cultural, religious, intertwining way of going about my life when it's not really how it is and that's by seeking more knowledge as well on your own but maybe we can bring that those differences out in people and bring out a conversation yeah. so yeah. we're our intentions like that's why it's called the de- intentionally delusion delusional like we have good intentions but maybe our opinion to you could be controversial and then we can continue those conversations but at the end of the day, we want to make this a safe space for everyone.
1: I think both our background is in social sciences. I mean, it's unrelated, but I think a lot of the times when we're talking about our Muslim identity, there's this sense of need to want to uh, connect it with the West. And the older, like, I'm in a phase where I'm like, I'm learning a whole lot. And I'm just like, why do we need this field to align with Western values? Because it's not meant to make us better. It's actually you know, distancing us away from our faith, away from our culture and away from our own like identity. So I think this space is just like coming back to our roots. Is that even a yeah, thing? Is that even a mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, a better version of ourselves too, because none of us are perfect. Like, I think we forget that like, we're all going to, f- we're all trying to figure out, we're all trying to be better, but it's much more difficult sometimes to Do that when we're not having those conversations because we're just going about our life being delusional, thinking that we're just, you know, doing the best we can do. But really, there's just some deeper rooted issues that have happened since our childhood that we don't really dig deep to and we don't really question like why is it that way because we've normalized a lot of things within our own communities like oh that's okay to talk crap about your uncle and aunt like I don't know just like a normal example but it's not but we've just made gossip such a fun thing to do but when you're trying to point it out to somebody like oh you know we shouldn't do that as, as brothers and sisters as muslim brother, brothers and sisters suddenly you're like being sensitive yeah and people like label you as that and i think that's what we're trying to yeah,
1: like there's a whole like there's a i think i feel like a lot of things are like normalized i hate the word normalizing but
0: yeah i know are
1: normalized, but it's like why like why i don't know and i think yeah, it's, it's just, it's just a lot to learn. It's just a lot to uncover.
0: But, but no one has an answer. Like, why? Like, why are we doing this? Like, it, then it was like, oh, well, that's just, that's just how it is. Like, no one even says it, honestly. Like when I, when someone is speaking something that's not like sitting well with me, I'll, I'll be like, why are we talking so ill, like, ill about this person? They don't genuinely don't have an answer, but because that's just the way they speak. Cause it's like, Culturally, like that is an expectation. Like people say, respect your elders. Now, that is true. But if a person is doing some type of injustice to you or being rude to you, then you're allowed to stand up for yourself. Like the balance of that, like I don't know how to explain it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I get you. Like they use that against you in a way where, like, you cannot speak. And if you do stand up for yourself, oh, you're speaking ill to it's cultural too it's not just like um our faith but it's also like a lot you of can't... the
1: stuff that we'll be talking about it's literally people made it seem like this is the faith and i'm sure many people of other faith can also relate that they like this interconnection of inter is that the word interconnection of like culture and faith and other like societal values and norms is like but all of that is made to make others feel like oh this is our faith but it's like no and we're not talking about what our faith is and what is allowed or what isn't allowed i feel like how does that affect your identity as you're growing up how does that make you want to learn about your own identity and like choosing your own values for yourself and what aligns with you or not, because ultimately you might feel confused. Like if you don't align with the cultural norms and the cultural beliefs, because you deem that to be toxic or like just not me, then you'll learn that you automatically. You also may feel that that's how the faith is has been presented to you. So yeah. Unless you build your own curiosity, or you have that desire and want to want to learn about what whatever your faith is. Um, sometimes you're conflicted. Like what do you like? What do you identify with? Because like. Obviously, like, I identify myself as a Muslim, but when I learn, like, my upbringing, like, you know, alhamdulillah, I'm born a Muslim, raised by, like, both of my parents are. I grew up in, like, you know, in a country that's Muslim, like, the, the neighborhood that I lived in, alhamdulillah, right? Until I came here. But, like, I cannot imagine what my life would be without my faith, simply because that's become part of my identity. And so imagine if I was exposed to, like, a lot of the toxic or negative things or the negative aspect of my culture which most likely you have to give up a lot of nostalgic memories because that's how I was brought up so I feel like all of that just genuinely just can like does it like it affects and slows down like you forming your own identity developing and and, and choosing who you want to associate yourself with or not and sometimes when you try to do that, like, you're given labels, oh, you're so religious, oh, you're so Western, oh, you're so white.
0: Which can push you away from a lot of things, no, like, relations. puts you
1: in a box, and it's very, very yeah. limiting. Like, you know, like, I'm sure that a lot of the stuff we talk about, many people might feel like, culturally, it's a taboo, or it's like, oh, it's common sense, why do you need to talk about it? it that's how mm-hmm. it is, that's how it should be, but I feel like there's...
0: But there's more to it than just being that way like Like,
1: we're brought up here in the west we're also exposed to other cultures we're exposed to other Mm -hmm. people so it's like you're trying to take all of that in and Mm -hmm. for yourself how can you do that if everybody's like that and then social media like there's just it's really confusing to form and build your Mm -hmm. own identity and also like being yourself authentically i think all of that has Influences the way you show up, the way you talk to people, the way you form relationship, just everything. Because mm-hmm. yeah, like even like starting this podcast, I think in the, I've always wanted to do a podcast, but and I talked yeah. about this with a few other friends, but I yeah. really had the guts to just do it alone because there's that fear of like, like uh, if I talk a lot about my experiences, which is effect influenced by my culture and as well as my faith. I'm, like, am I, is that going to be a barrier for me in my professional career? Is that going to be a barrier for me? Like, you know, like, you have so much to think about. Like, why? Like, you know, so it's yeah. time to, like, unlearn all of that and just, like,
0: let go, yeah. but also relearn better ways to, I don't know heal ourselves to be honest and I think these conversations will help but another thing also is not just the relationships that we have like that that we grew up in but like now that we live in a technological world like on the internet we literally live on the internet now so we are constantly on our phone I mean I'm i I'm on my phone like at least like this is shameful to say but like at least three to four hours but that's just because i'm not working yet but
1: i'm sure i'm sure it's worse on like on my front
0: (laughs) i've noticed in my own experience when i'm scrolling through social media there are just things that i just say that's a question mark and let's discuss about that because you all of us are being exposed to a lot of information that i feel like that can be deemed like little confusing I think it actually confuses me more sometimes I feel like I you know struggle a lot with my faith in general like we were talking about that but then you know we're also trying to heal we're trying to get more knowledge but then when you go on social media you're like wait that doesn't make sense because I thought it's this way
1: yeah
0: and I think a lot of young people are are on the internet experiencing that
1: but to be honest so before meeting you like obviously I'm very fortunate, like I mentioned. I have a few friends, close friends who are also non Muslim. So mm-hmm. obviously I learn a lot about their like I can never say I know about their values because you can never know enough about someone's value, but I'm exposed to a lot, which also allows me to build my curiosity, to learn about my own identity, to you know just knowledge. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've never really like this is a topic for a different day, but even like when I was a teenager, like alhamdulillah like as I mentioned, a i'm um, born and raised as a muslim but you know i've gotten to a phase where like you know i'm sure a lot of muslims can relate you just yeah. want to rediscover the faith for yourself because this is the time where we're both build, building our own identity and it's not yeah. it's just like you know you're trying to understand like i'm trying to understand what it means to be a woman how do i shop? like you know just everything and so
0: like starting with a clean slate even yeah. like being reborn into it yeah but
1: I think meeting you, and then, alhamdulillah, like, I I also have many struggles of my own, but I don't think I ever talk to people who are on the opposite, um, what is it called? Like, everybody struggles, but I don't think I have these conversations about, you know, each other's struggle in, in Islam with Mm. a friend with like some of my muslim friends um and it's very different a lot of it we're just venting, but it's never like mm. a story like we're sharing it too, so we can learn but like with you mm. it made me actually like just even recently during ramadan when we're talking about the hijab i've never, mm. like it made me more grateful it made me understand actually the hijab on a completely different level in a sense mm. that you know when like because I've i've had it for so long or like i mentioned i'm you, I just it becomes the norm to me that I don't always purify my intention, if that makes sense. Like wow. obviously, like I struggle with the hijab, like many, and not just with the scarf, you know, dressing modestly and, and, mm-hmm. and all that. But until you actually hear someone else's struggle, you learn to be more appreciative of your own journey and learning from other people because we're all on our own journeys, but we're like we're going towards the same direction. So like. When you talk about your struggle, it's actually so like insightful to me because it makes me take in the things that is that comes easily to me that I want to do more if that makes sense
0: yeah it's like encouraging as well because I feel like you can't be always conscious of it too like oh that I'm wearing this because you've it's a norm for you but for me like someone who is trying to cover themselves even up more like I'm more conscious of it but it's also like a struggle in other ways because there's the other these other expectations of me to be modest in a certain way but then not be immodest modest in certain ways like um being a person if you have curves and you wear like a long dress is very different for someone else who just wears it all the time it's not something that they deal with but then like my friend she was telling me like you know she where she's been starting to wear the abaya more because it's just easier for her to do that she already wears the hijab she wears that abaya. for me just even to be like figuring out my wardrobe i was just like damn i envy her that she's able to just do it so easily and i want to be that level that's yeah of modest but like that's encouraging that I'm able to have that conversation without being ashamed because
1: I think like we hold ourselves or we're held to certain standards based on our appearance in a sense that mm-hmm. for example I think it could also be the way I present myself like mm-hmm. I'm always seeking knowledge to learn about my faith to like knowledge in any way and not uh, yeah. not intentional but I'm grateful that I'm exposed to a lot of people that always are open to talk and share right yeah. But um, and I think that sometimes I may be viewed as like, oh, like I am knowledge on like the faith or have some knowledge. Like, yes, I do. But that's because I was raised with it. It's it, that's it comes mm-hmm. for me, you know, Naturally, actually, yeah. uh, it, it creates barriers to have vulnerable conversation. And I actually never I remember we were talking about the hijab and, you know, like you like I was telling you, like inputs and all of that. I ever actually sat down and actually said those things simply because I've you know I'm on a different side but I also struggle in a different way so saying these things out loud like it was giving me goosebumps I'm like damn like this is so empowering so like sometimes sharing and being vulnerable with one another not like when I say vulnerable, it doesn't even need to be crying. It just simply, means, mm-hmm. like, inshallah, like I one day want to do this or whatever. Like, yeah. you know, like
0: it's like a realization for yourself. Really? Like,
1: like, I don't know. It was imp- it, I'm sure it was insightful for you to listen from someone yeah. who wears the hijab. But it was empowering for me to think about the other ways that yeah. I struggle and to like be more modest with it. Like, if that makes sense. And even this podcast, I was telling you like I want to be very intentional, but you know that I want to. You know, cover up my chest and all, oh, like, because sometimes. Yeah. So, like, I think even this individually for us, it's actually very, very, very helpful. And I think have everybody's on their own journeys. Nobody's better than mm-hmm. And I think when we talk about our own struggle, and like I said, it doesn't need to be tears and crying and all of that. It yeah. Really yeah. Be like, no. goals, like sharing your goals. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think when you share, I feel like a goal with someone who you feel like. Um, can help or understands not even help understands that particular goal of yours I think he can also hold you accountable subconsciously that oh like I've shared this so like now you know like I have a support system people that are that understand what that goal is like
0: this person knows that to hold me accountable for those goals that I have yeah
1: sometimes like I see this a lot on social media where like this concept of like everybody's on their own journeys. Like we are, we're all in our own journeys, but we're working towards the same direction, right? But mm-hmm. that top, like we're all on our own journeys. It's used, I feel like, but it creates barrier for people to be open. Like let's say you shared with me that goal, one of your goals, which is like inshallah, like you want to wear the hijab, right? Yeah. Now. And I've never been afraid to ask you a question prior to that. Sometimes when yeah. you see like a, like your friends who are not, let's say, um, you don't feel like they're improving within their faith. I don't want to say improving. But mm-hmm. Let's say you see them acting differently or behaving differently, or like their ways have changed. Sometimes people say like, "Oh, like you know, everybody's on their own journey." It's so like, let them be. But it's like we need to yeah. pick up on an on one another not from a place of judgment from a place of like hey, is everything okay it's a
0: concern it's a concern (laughs) like if I see my friend do like a 480 flip of being like I don't know acting a little weird I'm like hey what happened to you if I don't go about doing that like I don't even think first of all I don't think I'm not I'm not even that person's friend but I also feel like they're moving away from that goal
1: it's good to give people benefit of the doubt, and I think we should all do because that eliminates judgment. And you should never talk to people from that, like from that place. Oh, but even
0: that, there's yeah, this
1: lack yeah. of, I feel like, actually checking up on one another. Like, I don't, when I say checking up, not to say, hey, like you're not praying today. Hey, you're not wearing the hijab. Like, but you know, like, oh my God, imagine, imagine. <laughs> Imagine, did you do your?
0: Your friend calls you up and be like, "Did you do your five prayers?" Like, you know, imagine, (laughs) like, girl, leave me alone, (laughs) the frick. I'm crying. (laughs) Like, we all struggle just praying five times a day, but imagine someone just judge you based on that every single day. Like, if you did your prayers or not,
1: like, like, imagine how helpful it would be that you've shared with me hey, like um let's say you want to wear the hijab and i've seen you make improve, like i've seen you take steps right and then suddenly mm-hmm. you're not there no more like suddenly like you went back to square one i don't mm-hmm. think i should say like to me like she's on her own journey we're on our journeys like discourages conversations like i yeah. feel limited to check in like that's genuinely a kind thing to do because everybody is struggling and if we talk mm-hmm. to people from a place of care and compassion we can actually help one another to because i'm not here to tell you what to do everybody knows what to do and i just think yeah we a space to just be open and not be judged and so that that phrase of like everybody's on their own journeys it's kind of like let people be they'll figure it out but it's like how can people figure out if from every single angle, they're bombarded with things and like internally they're struggling. And Yeah. So I feel like it's so compassionate.
0: Because you're in constant judgment too, and you feel like as if though, like, whatever I do, it doesn't even matter because I can't please anybody. So I might as well just do whatever I want and that's a lot of people that's how they genuinely that's how they think and I feel like it's just discouraging when someone told you that hey I'm trying to do something better for myself for my faith or trying to go to that direction instead of encouraging them you just bombard them with like judgment and commentary like that is so unfair I feel like so unfair to do no but like Like,
1: for example i think i've seen it from different sides i'm pretty sure i think you sent me that video uh, on TikTok. yeah i was like guys i'm struggling with my hijab right now if the next day you see me wilding in the streets like please smack me like like and i feel like that truly highlights the, str- the internal struggle that we all have like we're not perfect you know every single day like we're trying to be our best selves you know and mm-hmm. this, this doesn't even need to be related to faith in any aspect so like if you see people acting differently i think just compassion and curiosity like hey i care like is everything okay whatever right intention and delivery are like completely different thing like like i can have the best of intention to say like that i generally care i want to make sure that you know like you're following through and that you, you feel good. Like, that's all. Yeah. You're, you know, you're feeling good. And that if there's anything you wanted to say that a space for you to talk.
0: And I'm here yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I think that's but, very sometimes
1: nice. Like to how people deliver that can also... Be very problematic and I, think mm. I also have some how other people interpret it because sometimes I feel like that's where culture comes into play or like societal norms is that or mm. uh, well maybe personality differences as well like personality traits like sometimes people can feel that oh like I'm on my own journey like I didn't know this information like very like yeah. what's the word like defensiveness or like they subconsciously mm. projecting their
0: insecurities onto someone yeah, else sometimes because
1: i think we're we're taught to like never question never be curious never to like you know get into people's business.
0: have those uncomfortable conversations but, but i think it encourages us to be more comfortable and be more transparent about what we're struggling with
1: because ultimately all of that opens a room for people to just genuinely feel that they're not alone like i'm not someone who i feel like i am not someone who you know i share a lot like i process things differently once i process it then i am very comfortable sharing it like yeah and i feel like like that's what is lacking like it's and it's so conflicting because from one end people are so freaking judgmental and then the other anyone yeah. is like
0: they make it black and white when it's not supposed to be like that. Like there is
1: like you know there is like there's there's room like to, to, to yeah. spectrum. Like you have to find the right fit. Like yeah, exactly. I, I feel like yeah. all of that. Like the older that I get as well. Like like as I mentioned, like even this conversation, like it's just like it allows me to purify my intentions all the time and to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. And ultimately, I feel like that would also have an impact on the way i carry myself the type of people i choose to be around like mm-hmm. everything and i feel like it just allows you to be authentically yourself that nobody yeah. i don't know like it's just yeah. so, like social media or like just people or like because social media ultimately i feel like it's influenced by the norms that society holds you know like mm-hmm. most Muslim that. TikTok, whatever the comments and the judgment. I don't think this comes out of nowhere. I'm sure there are people who also hear the same comments in real life. But maybe exactly. online, it's like 10 times more because it's a keyboard. They're just like a bunch of chickens. Yeah,
0: like it's just unfiltered thoughts, you know, like invasive thoughts just being out loud said on the internet. And there are repercussions to that to action. And I don't think we realize that and I think that's that's one of the goals that we're just trying to like grasp that and trying to like hold hold people accountable for but ourselves and our experiences and our goals with all of that so I feel like we're just trying to make it as simple as possible but we as the humankind make it very very complicated for others as well sure. because of because of where it's coming from either from judgment or from the standard that we're holding others you know like all of that but to end this um podcast today episode one oh intentionally oh delusional it's so crazy
1: fyi this is like the fourth or fifth attempt from tech yeah to sickness a whole lot but expect yeah. more hopefully technology doesn't yeah. fail us but
0: yeah, I think you, it, it, once it gets like smooth sailing for both of us, like we're not tech gals. We don't really, like, this is literally like, I'm learning as I go, but we're out here trying to just put our, I was like, we got to put our opinions out there. We got to, we got to start doing that. But yeah, you were going to say something? I was going to say,
1: like, pretend this is just a FaceTime session. Like you're talking tough.
0: Yeah, just FaceTime quality, everything we're working on. So, Thank you for being patient, but um, we have an Instagram.
1: Yeah. Called
0: intentionally. In what it has like an underscore. Yeah,
1: intentionally underscore delusional.
0: Delusional. Um, we don't have a TikTok yet. I don't know if we're gonna make one. I don't know yet.
1: Well, maybe when we're getting up in Russia, you know, so the TikTok. Yeah. Know what's going on, but you know. Yeah. yeah
0: but we're we're definitely going to be posting on youtube and instagram um you can follow us there but and then we'll be also um posting on spotify so stay tuned make sure to listen to us and again i'm rihanna
1: see you is watching i love the by the way we're so confident like even i'm telling her, like listen this is gonna be a (laughs) hit This is this is what I'm going to even the way we're talking right now. I'm like as I'm talking as if there like there are thousands and hundreds of people because I feel like one day we're gonna mm-hmm. share our stories and have many because there are many people like us who want to. Yeah. So, in my head. I told him like this is gonna be a hit. Like we need to get on it right away.
0: We're gonna end up on a TED Talk for real one day. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, just dream big, guys. Be delusional. That's the whole point of the podcast. We're I gonna know, be that's intentional. That's
1: a, that's a, that's a. What
0: is it? Doa's prayers, yeah. obviously, and yeah, I had a great time talking to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. This went by pretty quickly.
1: Yeah,
0: but Mind you, it we well. didn't
1: prep so.
0: This authentic conversations as we go like
1: and I think um, we rambled on a lot but yeah that, just to show you that we will be having like specific topics for each episode this is just for you to get to know us a bit you know what I mean mm-hmm. I know.
0: it's a little sneak peek yeah. it's a little sneak yeah. peek it's yeah. just like we're just talking this literally this was just a conversation like we did not have any like goals set up or like topics set up for this episode we just literally turned on our cameras our microphones. and said okay let's go so hopefully we're our conversations are definitely more organized but if you guys have any like suggestions please let us know like we welcome we welcome suggestions and criticism with kindness and compassion i was like
1: with kindness like we're not
0: kindness and compassion please Yes, yes yes all right
1: all
0: right Bye, guys. Thank you for listening.